Okay, thank you very much for joining me, Michael Pickering. This is a, a great to meet you. Lovely to meet you too. So welcome to the Bromley Buzz. We're a podcast that is uh, celebrating all things Bromley and you're about to come for a visit. Absolutely. Very excited to get there. Very excited to be there. I've, all, I've always had a little uh, thing about Bromley. I've, I've seen a few shows there myself and um, I think it's I think it's such a nice place to be. So, yeah, very excited to be back there. And I, I actually um, I've been living in London for a long time now, but I'm actually just down the road in Dartford. Um, so it, it's going to be very exciting to be uh, commutable while on tour, if you know what I mean. For a change, because, well, yeah. first of all, I should probably tell everybody that you are playing Frankie Valley in the Jersey Boys. Yes, uh, and uh, and and you're coming to uh, Bromley Churchill Theatre uh, a week on Monday, isn't it? Or is it this Monday? Absolutely. This Monday, this Monday. We, we Oh, no, sorry, week on Monday. We've got Lando, no? And then we uh, then we join you there. Right. Brilliant. Um, I'm, I'm a bit disappointed that I, I won't be here to see it again because oh, it's no. such a fantastic show. So um, so let's see. Sixty five major awards, including a Tony and the Olivier Award. Um, 27 million people probably add another million now to that yeah, uh, who've seen it um, it's been going for years S tell me what do you think is making it so popular what is why is it so enduring I mean, I mean even if I wasn't in the show to be honest I would look at this show and go wow what a masterpiece uh, the, the detail when it was being written that they've gone into uh, is, is just outstanding um, but the, I, I, I say this, this little bit in every interview, I think the, the main thing about Jersey Boys is, and the funniest thing, and the thing I, I love most really, is that musical theatre for, for men isn't really the cool thing. So there's a, there's a lot of men out there, whether they like it or not, they'll say they don't like it. But we get a lot of wives bringing their husbands and then they leave going, didn't want to come see this, but that was great. And then they're, they're now theatre fans. And I think this, this show has a very special gift that it can make people who don't necessarily like theatre, like theatre. And I, I think that's, that's one of the best things about it. And that's because it's a true story. It's because it shows people who are maybe struggling in life at the moment that even to be a star, you struggle. That there is fight, there is struggle, it's, it's, it's constant. Um, and I think a lot of people relate to that. A lot of people relate to the knockbacks. A lot of people relate to the highs and the lows. Mm -hmm. um, and, and I think that's why we get people coming back to see it again and again and again. Yes. Yeah. Well, and to a certain extent, you must uh, you must relate to that. I was reading that you you struggle with dyslexia. Is that oh, right? Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so, uh, I mean, the, the extent of my dyslexia is I, I can I can learn a script and then if the director was to ask me to actually read it again I still couldn't read it although I've learned it and although I know what it says if I was to try and lift the words from the page and not just take it from memory I would not be able to read it out loud wow. um so yeah I mean it's quite an interest it's, it's a challenge don't get me wrong um but luckily I've, I've worked very hard at being able to overcome that um but I think as well because of that if you ask me to remember a script I learned three years ago that wouldn't be there in my brain. <laughs> yeah, well, no, it's all a filing cabinet, isn't it? Yeah, like, yeah. I need this now. I don't need this anymore. <laughs> absolutely, yeah, absolutely. So, um, I mean, a lot of this, uh, a lot of this show is about uh, is about the music. So it's it's almost entirely 
sung, isn't it? There's there's so much music in it, probably because Frankie Valli was is such a prolific um, artist. And uh, it was Bob Gaudio wrote most of the songs, I think, didn't he? Bob so, Gaudio, yes, yes, but, he did, yeah. So, um, um, but is it easier for you to learn a show that is primarily set to music or is it easier, I'm just thinking about, you know, with the dyslexia, if you're actually read, if you're if you're learning by rote, is it easier with music? Um, yeah, I mean, it, it, it swings and roundabouts. I mean, my first, my first ever job was Wicked. Um, and that is completely sung through. And that just, it wasn't like I was learning text. It was once I know the tune and the words, it's all there, it never goes away kind of thing. Um, and a similar thing when I was in Starlight Express, because um, it was all in German, I was learning sounds. And then I was learning the, um, what those sounds meant. And then I, and, and, and I spent, I actually went to university to do German just so I, and I, I really, uh, what went in and tried to understand what I was doing more than more than most. Um, but yeah, the, the singing of it, the, the sounds, the line that that really does help. But but even in this, I mean, we've got a, we, there is actually quite a lot of script in this. You, you don't realize because everyone's waiting for the songs. Um, but the the directors and especially the American directors, they, they, they see it as a play. It's a play with music and it, and it really does. It stands alone. If you were to take the songs out, it really would sound, it'd be a very interesting story. You'd get to hear all the nitty gritty truth about what they got up to and how they got to where they were. And um, so, yeah, it, they, they, they class it as more of a play with music. But then everyone still leaves singing the songs. Singing the songs, yes. You know I mean? Yeah. And I, I have to say that I, I was, my partner took me to see it and uh, I, I, I knew loads of the songs, but about 50% of them I was sort of saying, oh, Oh, I know the song. I didn't realise it was these guys. Um, yeah. I mean, the thing is as well, back, back in that day as well, they used to, so like Silence is Golden, they covered that. But then another eight, ten groups covered it. it back, back then you, you were allowed to do so, whereas now it's seen as you're stealing my song. Mm -hmm. um, so there were so many covers, like the, the big famous version of uh, Can't Take My Eyes Off You isn't actually Frankie Valli's version. Although it was Bob Gordio who wrote it, it was them who brought it to light. It became famous because of another singer. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, yeah, it's quite crazy the way it, mm. and the way things have changed. But um, with so many songs in there, did you did you find it? Did you all find it hard to to learn all of the words to all of the songs, or are they all kind of ingrained because we've all sort of grown up a little bit with them anyway? Um, I think. I think we, we do such a good rehearsal process where we will, don't get me wrong, we get to day three and then we can't remember what we did on day one. But <laughs> once, once once we're three weeks in, it's very much, we, we have a very good way in theatre in general. We, we tend to have a very good way of rehearsing these things. So therefore it doesn't become a chore. It still becomes our job that we love um, as opposed to the job. <laughs> if yeah. you know what I mean. yeah um so i mean tell me a little bit about the cast because um because obviously you're you have a well you have a very tight schedule it's six six shows a week is it that you do um eight shows, eight shows a week eight shows a week so that must mean you have a couple of matinees in there as well if yeah, you actually yeah. have a day off um, it's it must be quite tough actually on on your bodies and also on your voices to be performing at that level eight times a, a week yeah, it really is. I mean, again, it's uh, I'm I'm a big fan of 
trying to promote and tell people that that the you come to see Jersey Boys, you're you're watching. Yes, you just class them as actors, but you're watching a bunch of athletes who can. The, the cast I work with are just unbelievable. They they do that eight shows a week. I'm I'm lucky. I mean, yes, I've got a, a very demanding track, but I do six. And then there's uh, my alternate Luke, who is bloody brilliant, and he basically he does two a week. But the rest of the cast do eight shows a week, and they are it, it is relentless for them and then the, the, their days off they're traveling to the next venue mm. um but like we, we've got uh three girls well four girls one's a swing she's our dance captain Naomi West she's brilliant um and we've got three uh other girls who are on stage all the time um we have Emma we have Daisy and we have Ellie and these girls are just so talented and their tracks do not stop I think they probably actually do more than I do but a lot of what they do is backstage wig changes. I think they've got 14 wigs each. Wow. And I, I, like they've, they've got more than that. Like it, it, it's when, when you can't see them, they are still running around like you've never seen. Um, and then backstage singing at the same time while trying to not make noise because of the microphones with their dresses. And it, it's just unbelievable. It really is. Um, we've got such an outstanding cast and it's, what you see on stage, it's such a slick, smooth show. But I do wish sometimes there was a camera backstage actually just showing everybody what was going on backstage because yeah. that, that, <laughs> that can be mayhem. Yeah, I was going to say that would probably be um, yeah the most interesting bit. I mean, let's face it, if something like Gogglebox works, then something like that should work, shouldn't it? <laughs> I mean, I think you should write a letter. I think that should be... That would be brilliant. The camera's backstage for Gogglebox and see people's reactions to that. That would be amazing. <laughs> yeah it's all those ducks on uh it's ducks across the pond on stage to a certain extent and behind it's all the fury isn't it feet underneath absolutely <laughs> so I mean what's the what for you I mean obviously you joined this tour you've this is your second time you did half of it last time and then yes. you're doing the whole thing this time which so congratulations I'm sure that that's um a double-edged sword with being quite tired but thoroughly enjoying it I'm sure for the whole yeah, yeah absolutely um, but yeah. what's the difference for you guys between having a, a touring um, stint and actually being with a, with a theatre and being sort of locked to that theatre? What difference does that make to you guys? It's, oh, it, 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 it's, it's difficult to, to describe without putting a negative spin on either side um, because we, we do love our job. We absolutely love our job. But the, the, the difference between being in town and aware is it, it's simple as traveling but then that there's so many branches off like so we like I said the girl, the girls are relentless they do and and the boys in the ensemble as well and every, everybody else who plays a character they apart from the two Frankies they they do eight shows a week now today is pack up and move day so they're doing two shows today while they've got to pack their digs they've got to pack their dressing rooms they've got to figure out whether they've bought too much stuff or didn't buy anything at all or whether some are getting on flights other bags do you know what I mean like just something is as simple as that just all these extra stresses um to get to the next venue to find out their digs are what they expected or not what they expected or it, it, it's yeah so it, it's, it's all the extra stress around the show that makes it difficult on tour and I think I think the thing that keeps us all going on tour is how much we love our job 
mm-hmm. why we're doing it. And it's it, to see the audiences just smile. Like me, me mom always said, we had quite an od- uh, quiet audience the other night. Um, and I, I, I told one of the cast members, uh, Michael Levi, who plays Bob Crew, he, he is outstanding. He is so good. Mm-hmm. Um, and I told him that uh, I was like, my mom always said, you can never hear a smile. And, and it was true because they loved it. At the end, they were up, they were standing ovation. They loved it, but they were just sat watching and listening throughout. Yeah. Um, but again, it's, it's that kind of, we go to a different venue and we set it up and sound is different because it's a different building. Mm. So we've got to learn how to do the show here. Um, some stages are different sizes. So our stage crew, who, who again, they do eight shows as well. Then they, tonight, they'll be packing up the show till about six, seven, eight, sometimes nine in the morning. Then they've got to get to the next place and build the set. And then they go on their eight shows again. Uh, it, it's, so it's not just necessarily about who's on stage either. It, we, we have such an incredible team and it, and it wouldn't work without any of them from wigs to wardrobe to stage management to the to the local crews that operate the spots and things like that because we get there and then we they they have to teach the local crew the show mm. before before Frankie Valley even steps on stage <laughs> um yeah it it's 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 quite an amazing feat and i th- i think we all yes it life would be a little bit easier if you were in one theater for the whole time um but again sometimes there's not those options and sometimes it is actually more fun to be on the road and and just mm. getting on my life like I, again I, I get to go to um beautiful little hotels when I fancy to go away do you know what I mean like the, the, sometimes you get a little day here and there where we can go should we just go somewhere yeah so I go with my girlfriend and we just have a nice little day in the middle of the peak district because we're driving past it to split up to split split up an eight hour drive from Plymouth to Scotland. Do you, do you know what I mean? It's it's so so there are positives and things you can find within it. And I I, I like to be a very positive person. Mm. Um but yeah, it's it's not just about what we do on stage. There's so much more around it. And it, it's yeah, and, and to have a team of people who can get on for a year while doing all this and all have your own individual stresses, but then also have your own lives, your family. Everyone's having, has their family things going on. Everyone has things going on, but to come back and have your support in your team with what we do on stage, I think, I think it's, it's quite magical. Quite special. I think that's um, having, having, I suppose, having all of the pressures puts you all under uh, in a pressure cooker, but in other ways that helps you to, um, to bond more because you all know how much pressure you're under and therefore it makes you much a much tighter group yeah i mean for, for, for example the, the, there's there's a i won't mention a name certain person who gets quite homesick they've got their dog at home they've got their their their, their partner at home like they, they've got their setup but because of that when that day does happen or when it gets too much everyone knows so everyone gets around that person everyone's like come on we got this Do you know, and it, it's yeah, it's, it's, it's amazing to see because I think also, especially coming out of what we came out of for the for the past few years um, and theatre disappeared, obviously. Um, it's so nice to see people just being there for each other because it can be a very selfish world. Yes, very true. Um, 
And it, yes, and we've seen the extremes of that, haven't we, over the last couple of years? So, so it must be really great for you guys. Actually, it must still be something of a novelty to be back on stage and performing. Um. <laughs> it, it, it's unreal. I'm going to mention uh, Michael Levi again. We, we, he's from up north, where I'm from. In uh, a few years apart, I went before him, but we went to Framlegate Moor College in Durham um, to study theatre, and. Um, we just stood there and we were just like, I think I get a five minute stint off stage. It's the only time I get off stage. Um, and I just stood there with him and he was just like, you know what? I love my job. And I was stood there going, I was thinking exactly the same. Like it, it just, it, it's just knowing how it affects other people and just knowing how it affects us. And it, 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 it isn't about the round of applause at the end. Mm-hmm. it's not about it, it that's my time where I get to thank the audience for being there do you know what I mean I, I don't see it as oh yeah that's all for me it, it's not mm. just seeing nice looking at it yeah so that's the bit where you get to say thank you to the yeah to the people who because you can see how much they've enjoyed it so presumably yes. that, yeah. exactly that yes yeah. absolutely yeah um but yeah I mean it's it, it was a dark time when it when it wasn't here and I, no matter how many interviews I've done recently in papers and photo shoots, everyone, everyone says all it's proven is how much we need the arts mm-hmm. and how much the, the whole retrain thing during COVID was the worst thing to say, because that is just number one, insulting and number two, completely wrong. Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah. Rather than give up, let's find a way of fixing it, so to speak. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, again, we couldn't, we wouldn't have got through lockdown without your Netflix, without your Amazons, without your movies and your series and your music and your radio. And your, it just wouldn't have happened. And even to a certain extent of pub quizzes over Zoom. Yes. At all entertainment. It's all within the arts. It was all performers creating because they needed their, their, their creative juices to be flowing. So they were, they were creating these things. Mm. Yes. There was quite a few albums that came out of lockdown that would not have been created if that situation hadn't arisen. So I, st- I started a country group, me oh, and my right. flat. One trick pony. Yes. One trick pony. There it is. Yeah, and we've done. I mean, we've got a few festivals coming up. We we actually used the time, and we've got so many positive things come from from it. Mm-hmm. And it it was still the desire, this the want, and even then we had people wanting our music during that time. You're not playing the Priory Live Music Festival by any chance, are you? No, I wish. I wish. I wish. We, we, we're actually, the, the, the next one we're at is up in Scotland. It's called Millport. It's, the, it's a massive country festival up there. And we're very, very honoured to be a part of it. Um, some of the acts there and artists of UK country, and we've got some Americans coming over. It just is like, yeah, it's very exciting. Very nerve-wracking, don't get me wrong. Um, but it's it's very exciting because it, it it's it's our music. It's not it's not covers, it's not, it's not, it's fine because everyone loves this song. It's our stuff. And yes, people seem to like it, but again, it's it's you just never know. Yes, you never know. That's the big difference, isn't it? It's a, it's a bit like getting up to sing when it's you and getting up to sing when it's Frankie when you're being Frankie Valley. It's two totally different things, isn't it? So absolutely because again, Frankie Valley, I've been taught do this, do that. That's the way to do it, do it right. Mm. And I get notes and I change it and I do this and I do that and I do it and blah. And then the round of applause. Yeah. Whereas you write it yourself. <laughs> Nobody's telling you whether it's right or wrong. 
Do you know what I mean? Um, then you have to put it out there and wait for the tomatoes to come flying. Yeah. <laughs> Let's hope not. Oh, no. Let's hope not. <laughs> well, it's either going to be tomatoes or knickers, isn't it? Probably. So. Um, yeah. Let's, let's hope it's the, the latter. <laughs> So, um, so um, I mean, Frankie Valley very famously has this very large range uh, of, mm. in his voice. Um, from it's, is it four octaves he can do? I think uh, just just less than four octaves. Yeah, his, his daughter had the four, and okay. he had just less. Yeah. So, um, so I mean, that must be pretty challenging as a performer to 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 be singing songs that make the most of that range. Yeah, yeah, it, it really is challenging again because of the traveling, because of the lack of sleep sometimes because of so many different aspects of tour life um and and again with with like when you go on a rock tour you don't do eight shows a week no do you know what i mean and you don't do it for a year consistently um but yeah i mean it's, it's a massive challenge and that's why i love the job um i'm very lucky that i've always said even during my years of training um Back back in World War Two, um, <laughs> where during my years of training, when um, my my trick, my little uh, like party trick, really is my range. Mm. Very luckily, I, I I I see myself as a baritone. I see myself as uh, a lower singer, um, but I can do the rest. Um, and it it yeah, I, I feel very lucky that I have that tool to make my job a little easier but it's definitely not easy no. do you know what I mean it's that kind of if I'm, I'm I'm yeah but I guess if I didn't have that tool I wouldn't have the job but I, I still feel very lucky and very proud to be here um and I, I actually uh like we said before the two two shows I get off um I had Thursday night off this week and I actually went and watched the show and I feel so proud to be working with this team and be part of this amazing show it, it really is it, it, it really is amazing what then would you say is your favorite part of the show the end i'm kidding <laughs> um <laughs> no i'm kidding um so a favorite part i favorite part of the show i honestly think it's the song Cry For Me, it's before everything kicks off. Um, and Bob Gordio is being auditioned, basically. And we all join one by one. And then by the end of the song, we're all singing in four part harmony. Mm. Um, and it's the first time you get to hear the lads mm. singing together. And this is where we go. This is where we head off. Um, it's, it's a real goosebump moment, actually, isn't it? I think, well, from an audience perspective, I thought it was. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 it really is. I mean, I I I I will never get over that moment and being a part of that moment. Um, I think a lot of my other ones are actually the 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 seconds I get off stage and I get to look back. If from just I'm just about to enter and I get to see what I'm a part of, I'll get to see like I I stand and watch um boyfriends back every night, um, which is the girls' number. Yeah. And I Oh, it's one of my favorite moments because I'm getting to watch my team be awesome. Mm. Do, do, it, it's, it's a pride thing. It's more of a, I, I don't have, when I'm on stage, I don't really have time to think about how much I'm enjoying it. It's mm. more about 
the whole pride and just uh, there, there's a couple of moments in act two I get to stand and watch just because I'm not speaking I get to stand and watch yeah and I, it's it's those moments it, it yeah those those are my favorite moments oh fantastic um, well, I, like I say, I'm absolutely gutted that I'm not going to be around when you guys are here because I would so be there to watch it because it's just it's just a fantastic show. Um, and I'd love to see you guys do it as well. And, and you know, just a, it sounds like you're a really tight knit crew and um, and that you create some real magic on stage. I mean, well, well, keep in touch, keep in touch with our company manager if you can. I mean, if you ever fancy, I think we're in Southampton at some point, if you fancy a little trip or if there's a, if there's a business trip you can throw in there. Um, <laughs> yeah, sure. and we, we could, we could potentially do a little, uh, a little interview down live. Do you know what I mean? Just, uh, yeah, it'd be lovely yeah. to see you. Yeah, it'd be fantastic. Thank you. I would just like to say again thank you so much for your time I know you guys are really pushed um but I really do appreciate it I'm sure all our Bromley listeners will really appreciate it too and uh, and uh, so uh, any final words any any last thing that you would like to say to our Bromley crew if you haven't got your tickets yet just get them just get them you won't regret it it is a great night out and every day is a school day it's one of those musicals where you will learn something and you will be shocked, you will be awed. And yeah, if you've been saving your pocket money, spend it on this. <laughs> That's a brilliant way to go out. Thank <laughs> you very much indeed, Michael. It's been an absolute pleasure speaking to you and uh, good luck with um, the rest of the tour. Fantastic. Thank you very much. Thank, Thank you. you. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.